more convenient. It's recording yeah, yeah. tomorrow, guys. It's for what's recording, though. Yo, boys, what's going on? Welcome to my podcast. I'm here with Duran Price and <laughs> You Bullet. are a bitch. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Welcome back to the goddamn podcast. That's what this is called. What's that? TGP? TGP? The God- G- I think it was. G- I think it was going to be this damn podcast. Yeah, yeah, this damn podcast. Yeah. So that's it. Um, if you can't tell by my voice, I'm a black guy. Uh, <laughs> we're all in high school. I this is the first episode. We got not to, a black guy. To, I, am, I am what they call Caucasian. <laughs> yeah, I'm a black hair black guy. You know, first first podcast we got to do in introductions. We're missing our blonde haired uh, sexy white guy. He's, okay, this is. He's, <laughs> just come on. Very all right. So I'm today, not going. I'm not going to act any different so than today I do. We're going to be life, talking you know, about this the NBA regular season is wrapping. Up, mm-hmm. it's, it's actually up. has already it's wrapped up. Wrapped up a couple yes, of two days ago, yesterday. Yeah, uh, playoffs starting tomorrow. Can't wait. Um, it's Let's gonna see. be good time. Sixers are at two thirty. I know that. But as they say, with the NBA, NBA regular season ending comes the NBA awards. Yeah. Um and yeah, so who you guys? <laughs> you do the ASMR voice. That's what this is. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna leave this podcast. I'm no, gonna, that's I'm what this fucking shit is. If that's what this is, I'm gonna kill you. I was just talking. Okay. Okay. Um and yeah, yeah first game. So yeah, Duran, you want to introduce the awards for us? All right. Yeah. So first award, Coach of the Year. Um, I know who I got. Who y'all got? No, wait. Let's do Mort first, as he had the different answer than us. Um, I got Doc Rivers for Coach of the Year because, um, you know, in the past, the Clippers have had, like, a, like top ten players, like Chris Paul, Blake Griffin. DeAndre Jordan's not top ten, but he's, he's made the all-star team before. And then this year, he hasn't really had a true all-NBA-level player um, because they, they traded their top scorer, Tobias Harris. Uh, their top scorer now is Lou Williams, which is mm-hmm. – he's a good player, but he is one, he's a one-dimensional scorer. And um, so they really uh, – he is a one-dimensional scorer. You're looking at me like he isn't. It's not a bad thing. He just yeah. gets – he just scores. He doesn't, like, do a lot else. But he's he, a, he's a one-dimensional player. Dude okay, scores. okay. That's, that's what I meant. Okay, okay. Dude one-dimensional scores. player. Okay. Yeah. I was like, he can shoot. Oh, no, he's not a one-dimensional side. scorer. He's, his scoring is the only dimension of his yeah. play. He's a one-dimensional player. Dude, um, dude can so do nothing but score. The fact yeah, that they're in the playoffs with this team and it's just all depth and stuff speaks a lot to Doc's ability to coach the team. To win games because there's teams that are out of the playoffs that happen to have you know some really good players on them some teams maybe in the same city as them that are out of the playoffs that have some really good a really really good player no, who the, the, didn't the best player in the world debatably who didn't, who didn't make the playoffs and to see Doc and his boys by the way my favorite team is nice. the Clippers I'm a Clippers fan so that that's why I had that reaction to that but as you were saying Morgan. That kind of kind of finished my point there, but uh, yeah, Doc Rivers, Coach of the Year. Um, I'm a Celtics fan, so I'll always like the guy. But he's, I didn't like him as the GM of the Clippers, but I think since they kind of fired him from the GM or demoted him from the GM, I think he's been back. He's gone back to being a very good coach. Um, Aiden, you want to speak for both of us here? Yeah, I think Duran and I both have Mike Budenholzer as as Coach of the Year because, um, I mean, Giannis is possibly going to be the MVP of the NBA. So it's it's always kind of hard to give coach of the year to somebody who has the MVP on their team, but without Giannis, their best player is Chris Middleton and yes, he's an all-star, but he's he's Chris Middleton. Like he's not a superstar. So for 
Budenholzer to take this team from where it was last year, which was a bottom three seed in the East, I think. Bottom like, three. Bottom Playoff three in the playoffs. Seed. Yeah, my fault. They were, they were the bottom. Yeah. So they were, uh, they they were, were eight? Say, uh, they were seven or eight? Seven seed. Okay. They yeah. No, so they were the seven seed last year, and now they have the best record in the NBA. So I think for a coach to lead a team to that kind of turnaround is really impressive. So he's my coach of the year. Yeah. Um, same thing with Aiden. Uh, Bud is, uh, I mean, for I think he built, I think him and his boys, his coaching staff and the GM, built the best team that they could around Giannis. Um you know, you got Chris Middleton, who was a former fucking G League player, formerly D League, um, and Brooke Lopez. Thought, I mean, like, you don't have, other than Giannis, a bona fide star. Chris Middleton made the All-Star game. But, I mean, if we're going off of what you guys said about Lou Will, then I guess he isn't a star because Lou Will almost made the All-Star game as well. So, and they average is about the same number. So, I mean... Lou Will averages more. Than Chris yeah, averages more. Okay, so, yeah. So, I mean, other than Giannis, you don't have a bona fide star. I mean, you look at all the other coaches of the year, candidates. You got Nick Nurse. You have um, – well, you have for a, a good while Jonas Valanciunas and Kawhi. And then you have Kawhi and Lowry, who are both two bona fide stars. You got – who else? The uh, Nuggets. You got um, Jokic and Jamal Murray is making his case for a top-ten point guard after this season. So, I mean, like, other than – Giannis, you know, you don't really have that big of a star for you to still be, you know, be able to, I guess, run the team as well as you did. Yeah, I give it to Coach Bud 100%. Uh, was um, defensive player? Defensive player of the year. Um, I would give defensive player of the year don't. to... No, I... I'd say maybe Paul George. Yeah, I'm going with Paul George. I hope you don't say nothing stupid like like Capella, like someone. I like I seen who, who you got. I seen tweets about Capella. Uh, I was gonna say Paul George, um, as well. Uh, another guy who could get it. I think Giannis is a very good defender. It's just like he's purely he's more of an off ball defender, but he's like a really good off ball defender. He's he's good at just kind of. Uh, help defense and deflecting passes and he can block shots but he doesn't really shut down a guy uh, in the way that Paul George does so I mean you know Draymond's not as good as he was Kawhi hasn't played as much Beverly's not as good as he was Andre Roberson's not playing so I think Paul and I don't like I don't like giving it to centers because I feel like centers can't really guard people they can just kind of block shots so, like, Joel Embiid, like, would get diced by a lot of guys in the NBA. And, like, uh, Rudy Gobert gets diced by Curry and people like them. But I think Paul George, he's big enough where he can guard guys somewhere down low. And he can certainly lock lock I, a lot of guys down. I think Paul George definitely reminds me of the second coming of Dwayne Wade. And not just to say it because Dwayne Wade's about to retire, but um, or he is retired now. I mean, when you look at the offensive production. I feel like the offensive game is kind of the same, but slash an occasional three. Now, in the past, it's been occasional for Paul George, but this year, his three-point percentage has, like, spiked. And yeah, he shot a lot a good, of three. Yeah, and, and he's hitting him, so that's that's good. But in the past, I definitely saw, like, the D-Wade flashes fast, um, can defend pretty well. I think he's always been able to defend his whole career. I mean, I mean, even in the playoffs, you, you know, you go to a well, the game seven with LeBron, where you're defending LeBron with Lance Stevenson, of course. But for half the time, you're defending LeBron, and you go to a game seven with him. It's like he he's always been negative a defender, and well, he's leading the league in steals. He's a yeah great um, at blocking shots on uh, other guards. So yeah, 
I'm going to go with Paul George. I do think a sleeper, though, Miles Turner and Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson is a rookie, so he's probably not going to get it. But, like, uh, definitely. And he always fouls out. But Miles Turner, which I'm pretty sure he's leading the league in blocks with, like, 2.7. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely Miles Turner is a sleeper. Uh, did, you, did you say Paul George? Yeah. All right. Um, Most improved player. And, I, and mine isn't as clear-cut as other people's might be. And you know who I picked yesterday when we tried this the first time. For most improved players. Most improved. I picked Buddy Hill. I picked Buddy Hill over D'Lo. I think Buddy Hill was doing it longer than D'Lo this season. I think D'Lo kind of right before the All-Star break and now kind of started to really take off. I think we saw a lot of Spencer Dinwiddie in the beginning of the season, which is why he was in the right, – not right in the stars. Skill challenge I think he was in. Yeah. Um. So I think Buddy's been doing it the whole season, and I think he deserves it. Obviously, his team didn't make the playoffs. Um, but this team is a lot younger than the Nets. Not a lot younger, but by a couple years, they're they're younger. Um, I mean, their sixth man is a rookie. Their starting point guard is a second year player. Their starting two guard, Buddy's a third year player. So, D'Lo's been in the league for like four years. Spencer's been in the league for like five. Like I just think with the team they had, damn near beating the Lakers and the Clippers and the Spurs for a playoff spot, which like yeah, I think give the Buddy. I am going to. Pick someone from the same team, uh, same backcourt actually, and go with the Aaron Fox hey, okay, as my buddy. most improved player. Partially just because I think you know the Kings are one of the most improved teams, and I feel like Buddy showed a lot of flashes last year, of like being especially towards the end of the year he was shooting well, he was scoring a good amount. Whereas De'Aaron Fox, like I just pulled up the stats here, dude averaged eleven and a half points a game last year. Like, four assists. Didn't shoot well either. Um, shot, like, 40% from the field. Um, and I just feel like he was just... I mean, if you, he just wasn't... He wasn't even a good player last year. Like, he, mm-hmm. he, he averaged a lot of... Like, he averaged way more than he should have. He got all rookie first team, too. I mean, first yeah, but like, he really was just... Mm-hmm. I didn't think he was that good last year. And then this year, I mean, you just look at it. He's 17 a game. He's yeah, averaging seven assists a game. Um, I mean, four four boards, but, like, that's not – I mean, that's actually, like, pretty good still. And then his shooting is almost 50% now. So, I think um, – and he's gotten his – he's gotten his three – actually, he's gotten his three-point percentage up from 30 to 37% uh, too. So, I think De'Aaron Fox – so, it's low-key weird to give it to a second-year player just because that's, like, more of a natural progression than a big jump. I still uh-huh. think that the dude has, like – Turned in, he's he's basically gone from a below average NBA player, I think, to a um, one of the like premier point guards in the NBA outside of like the All Stars. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we all have different most improved players. I'm taking D'Lo because um, that's not a bad pick. I mean, for me, like I totally understand, buddy. I totally understand uh, De'Aaron Fox, but I mean, if you look at where D'Lo was with the Lakers and then even last year with the Nets. And, I mean, neither of those teams were were good when he was on them. And I think for him to have been able to take the reins with the Nets and be able to lead the the Nets to where they are now, a lot of it was on him. And a lot of it was – it was was him doing a lot of the heavy lifting. And Mm -hmm. I think he did a really good job with that. And I think he showed – he proved a lot of people wrong by – being able to lead a team to the playoffs, mm-hmm. so I'm taking I'm taking D'Lo. Yeah, I, I don't think that's a bad pick. That would be my number two. 
I think Pascal Siakam would be my number three, though. I forgot about Pascal Siakam. I, I love Pascal. <laughs> I think everybody forgot about Pascal, Pascal Siakam. Siakam was my number two. Eh, maybe Dylan was two. I'd, I'd, say, I'd say Siakam is my number two, and then probably either Buddy or De'Aaron at, at three. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, all right, next one. Um, six man. Six man. Yeah, six man of the year. I think. I will go... Are we, we all in agreement on? On who, Lou Will? On Lou? Yeah, on Lou. I I think I'm guy. You gotta give it to Lou. He's yeah the best player on his team right now, and he's the sixth man. Yeah, you you can't not give it to Lou. I think. Doesn't require a lot of explanation. The dude is. I mean, I talked about it earlier. He's a one dimensional player, but his one dimension is really really good. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I mean, what he scored fifty against the Warriors this year. A team that's so hard to gain traction with offensively because they're. Tiring you out constantly when you're on defense for him to go for 50 like that. And yeah, he's a six man. He doesn't play as much as everyone else. But in the time that he does play, he produces way more than people who, mm-hmm. um, you know, I guess that's the point of a six man. But um, but for you to produce as a six man more than anyone on your team, mm-hmm. like, that, that that's that's crazy. Like, Ray Allen was producing more than Udonis Haslam, but not LeBron. But Lou produces way more than everyone on the team. Mm-hmm. And I think the seventh, though, as just a Clippers fan and watching him the whole year, Montrez Harrell. Montrez Harrell would be my sixth man of yeah, the year if Lou Will didn't yeah. exist. I mean, the Clippers are just super deep. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. their team. I wish they still had eh. I think we're young. I think a lot of the pieces that we have around are who young. Who would the Sixers trade to buy them for Tobias? Tobias? Like, no, who, I'm, I'm who, happy. Who do we give? First, um, first and uh, Shamit. And a first, really. Yeah, I think we, yeah, I I wish, mean, we I also wish, gave them Muscala, who they yeah. then... Dumped on the Lakers for yeah the Clippers would be really really fun it would be I'd be interested to see them against the Warriors if they had Tobias Harris still mm-hmm. but it wouldn't didn't make sense to keep I Tobias but because they just got they got a good deal for him but I mean yeah Shamit's long term I keep forgetting that because like I haven't yeah I keep forgetting he's long term rather stop uh, forgetting that but yeah uh, six man Lou will. Um. What's next? We got MVP left and Rookie of the Year. Let's do Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. All right. So this, I was talking to myself and yeah, talking to myself in my kitchen the other day, um, about Luca and Trey, who were obviously one and two. Um, I think after that you probably give it to DeAndre Aiden if he stopped missing layups. But, mm-hmm. um, Trey Young, Luca Doncic. At first I said Trey Young, and then I think yesterday when we were doing this yeah. the first time we looked up. Luca's rookie numbers and they're better than LeBron's. Like, yeah. like, come on. Like, no, Luca. Luca. I guess in Marco was full Trey Young supporter. No, I think no, he Marco said. said Luka. Marco said Luca. We all said wow. Luka. We all looked at the. We looked at the stats and I think Luca is averaging more oh, points, no. more yeah, rebounds, no, more assists. I think he's shooting better from three. Like Luca is just an all around better player well, than Trey. I don't think it's a question. I just think that. People have kind of forgotten about Luka just gets the hype's died down and then yeah, Trey and then Trace like he started Trey so picked up, up he picked up his it's, production. It's an accomplishment for Trey Young to even I think uh, debate, but I think Luca no Luca takes should it. be the unanimous rookie of the year. He I don't know if he'll be, be unanimous. Yeah, Trey Young some votes, but Luca should be. Yeah, I mean he should be, but he won't be. Player. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think um, I think for sure. Wait, yeah, I'm looking up Jordan's rookie stats. I think Jordan had an incredible rookie year. Yeah, yeah he Jordan. had uh, 28 points a game. Okay, yeah. yeah, 28 points a game. Luke's he fell off 21. Season, yeah. But yeah, he got, yeah, hurt. Yeah, but he got hurt the next season. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah, so um, Luke is not Michael Jordan. We've, we've but discovered that's the that. second best rookie year. I'm pretty. Well, Blake had 22. No, Magic Johnson had an absurd rookie year. I keep forgetting about Will and Oscar. Kareem, yeah, you Kareem. guys don't know about the basketball season finder? Oh, man. You guys missed me yesterday. Basketball reference is the best player season finder. But yeah, while they're uh, watching, while they're getting that, game. um, yeah, I got Luca. Year. I think I think Luca got any tired. Year, any year, yes. yeah, any year. Um, sort by. Um, Say points. Um. Points yeah, partially. Yeah. Get results. What the hell? Oh. So see this? All right, Wilt. Wilt averaged thirty-seven. Actually, you know we're gonna we're gonna change this a little bit just so we can. Uh, Do the nineteen seventy-three common error or common error? Yeah, nineteen seventy-three. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was it. So number one here. This dude. This is not right. Ernie did. I don't know what you did. Oh, I think no. They oh, that's, got, that, that's them getting. That was the nineteen seventy-three rookies. Oh no! Yeah, that's oh, not boy. good. Yeah. You're gonna have to. We're gonna have to uh, just cut like do a little editing, cut this part out during. Yeah. No, I mean. You can yeah, well, you should cut this part out. I don't know if I can. It's a podcast. It's usually uncut. I don't know if I can. I don't know if it let me. There's no criteria. Wait, wait. I mean, you can skip by it. Um. Um. Dude, I oh seasons. Seventy-two, seventy-three, or 2 Two. Get results. And here we go. So, yeah, Michael Jordan's one. 28. David Robinson, Robinson, two. So, Doncic is 16. Oh, okay. But, but like, I mean, you got legends that. on that list. But if we go, oh, let me see, like... Shaquille O'Neal. Rebounds a game. Doncic won't be on here, actually. But if we go... Assist. Assist. He's having, like, eight assists or look, seven. Look at that. Look at all these guys. He's 16 for assists and 16 for points. Like, there's not a lot of guys who are up there for both. Um, believe Ben Simmons. Uh, Who else? I mean, Trainings got more assists. Damon Stoudemire is up there. I mean, there's like they both are having historic rookie years. Um, if you just keep it going down here, and you have Chilio Loka four seventeen a game as a rookie. I keep forgetting how old Dr. J is. I keep forgetting he won his chip in like late seventies, early nine, early eighties. Eighty. He's old. Yeah, eighty three. He's old as shit. All right, but yeah, um, yeah, rookie of the year. I think Luca, Luca for sure. sure. All right, final thing. Happy minutes. Yeah, ten minutes. That's fine, but oh shit! Yeah, all right. Well, the, we yeah, we got to do the playoff. Let's just do MVP, MVP now, and then we'll do playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Playoffs all right, that's, that's that's all right. Yeah, MVP. One question though, real quick. Do y'all think LeBron's even top five for MVP? I mean, because you gotta remember, he averaged twenty six. No, yeah, I think he 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 might get. Because he got hurt top like, five for, for seventeen games, no, but I don't think he is. He's not top five for me. He's not gonna make the first team All NBA. Because I had he shouldn't. I had Harden, Giannis, Paul George, and beating Curry, but that's a Harden. Harden. Oh, I got Harden. As a I'm team. taking Harden yeah. for like. I mean, Giannis is gonna win it, but uh, I think he yeah. will. No, I think we with said. Harden, but dude, I think with Harden averaging the second greatest year since, since Michael Jordan, yeah. at, like the greatest since Michael Jordan. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. he and the fact that he's also averaging seven assists a game. Yeah, it's not like he's averaging thirty five and like he, an assist every game. His team is, team is the best record since the All Star break. Yeah, no, James Harden deserves it. He's not gonna get it, but he deserves it. Jordan averaged thirty. F- 7.1, 7.1, 4 assists, 5 rebounds. 
he had, he's averaging one point less, literally one point less. We looked it up yesterday. He averaged like thirty six point one. Yep. And like seven, like seven and eight, 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 eight assists. Eight, eight, seven, seven assists. Seven yeah. assists and like six boards. What is Something it? like that. And so he's. It's a historic season, and yeah. he should get MVP for it, but he's not going to, which is a shame. Yeah, but say if you look at overall numbers, he's he has he's had a better year than Michael Jordan actually. Yeah, no, it's yeah. it's a historic season. And, and Michael Jordan, I don't think Michael Jordan did. Uh, he didn't have a great record that year, Michael Jordan. I mean, he had an okay record, but his that was before, that was before championship Pippen. years. It was before yeah. Pippen and whatnot. Yeah. That before Pippen was good. Um, but yeah, uh, are we. Um, do y'all, I mean, y'all got it going like 10 minutes. Do y'all want to do the, uh, no, we, biggest... can do, we can do that later. All right. Do y'all want to just say who your biggest upsets? I mean, no, we're not going to do the first round. It takes forever. Okay. But the biggest, biggest upset, surprise, biggest surprise. Um, the biggest letdown for me, expectation wise going into the season was the Celtics because yeah, they're a four seed, but, um, some of the, the expectations for them going into this year were far higher than the way they played. And, I mean, yeah, they started the year slow, but there were points in the year. They, they, were, they were just a weird team this year. Like, they just – there were points where they admitted, like, they weren't playing as a team. And, like, so I think the Celtics, to me, were the biggest letdown of the NBA season just because of their expectations. If nobody had put any expectations on them, they'd have been fine. But people overhyped them, and they failed to mm-hmm. meet that. I think it's without a doubt the Lakers – that's fair. When you sign LeBron James to a team, you expect to make the finals. Now, I knew they weren't going to make the finals. This is not a good team. I thought they were going to make the playoffs. But they were, yeah, I mean, you, you expect to make the playoffs. And, yes, I know that LeBron got hurt for 17 games. Um, but that's still not an excuse to just absolutely fall apart without him. And then when he came back, they weren't that good either. Milonzo was going at. And then, and then, then so, so was Lonzo the Lakers MVP. No, he's their best defender, honestly. Then there was that yes. whole, he is their best defender. Then there was that whole Anthony Davis thing that fell through. So they yeah, really and then, and then the Magic situation. <laughs> but I mean, everyone else who is in the playoffs, the Clippers, well, yeah, the Clippers, Golden State, Houston, Utah, Portland, OKC. Okay, I feel like they all deserve to be there. Well, they, they all they deserve all, to be there because no, the Lakers. They all deserve to be there, but Stop. we thought the Lakers were going to deserve it more. The Lakers and then they did. On Christmas. Oh, yeah, the Lakers are forced on Christmas. They beat the Warriors. Even before the season, I thought, except for the Spurs, I thought all of them would make it. Yeah. No, I mean. Is, well, I, so I guess I thought the Lakers were going to make it over the Spurs. Yeah. But. No, I think the Lakers are my biggest letdown. And LeBron's season, I mean, he played well, and I still think he's the best player in the world and that he'll come back next year and be great. But it's just very disappointing to see him not be able, being able to figure out that team and lead them to the playoffs like he has in the past. I yeah. think. I think my biggest uh, letdown was the Washington Wizards going into the season. I expected them to make the playoffs, um, and then they just started off the season. Just at, I mean, they have the damn near the same roster as last year, but just not clicking at all. Just not gelling together at all. And it's just like, like I don't know. I I thought it was good for the auto Porter trade to go through. I feel like it was not. I don't wish injury on anyone, but like low key, it was good for John Wall to be out in certain way, in some certain way, just to see. Your I guess whole team in a hole. So like you have to play other guys. You you're thinking of blowing up your team. All right, we might want to keep them. We might not want to keep them. And if I feel like you had Wall for the whole season, it would kind of be hard to bench John Wall and kind of like 
give other players to just start. Even if your team's doing trash, you don't really want to bench John Wall and um or Otto Porter and kind of give other players to start over them because it just looks terrible. Yeah. But yeah, as a as a whole, I think the Wizards were the biggest letdown. I expected them to be like a five or a six seed. Yeah. Over the Orlando Magic. Um, but my biggest surprise though, which I didn't really have time to think of. Um, actually, I'll let you go first because I'm still thinking. Uh, my biggest. Uh, my it, biggest. It, it I actually, did not think the Bulls or the Bucks. Sorry, I did not think the Bucks were gonna win sixty games this year. Yeah. I thought they would be marginally better than last year. You know, maybe like a four seed. Uh, um, the fact that I could even have seen Giannis winning the MVP, but just the fact that they. Have been so good. Like I did not think they would be able to keep this up. Mm-hmm. I would have put the my prediction was that the Raptors were going to get the one seed and the Celtics the two again. All right, uh, and that was it was pretty crazy to see how much the Bucks maintained their momentum. Um, my biggest surprise was the Nuggets mm-hmm. because like the the Nuggets, uh, I expected them to make the playoffs, but I mean they were the two seed in the West. Um, I don't think. Many people saw that coming. Um, and in my opinion, um, they don't have, I'll say, a top five player. Cause yeah, so Jokic is a star. Jokic is a star. I think he's overrated by the national media, but that's a different conversation. But I think they don't have like a superstar mm-hmm. like some of, the, some of the other higher seeds do. Right. Um, so for them to have pulled out a two seed, especially in the Western Conference with uh, teams like the Rockets and teams like the um, and yeah, teams like the Rockets and the Trailblazers and the Thunder and teams like that. A Trailblazers team at that because they yeah. lost first round. Yeah, so to be able to pull out a two seed over teams like that, I think, was impressive. Um. All right. Since y'all gotta go. The playoffs start tomorrow. So, since y'all got to go, don't say why, but just say who y'all think are going to win these first-round matchups. Okay, I got... Um, I got... I got Clippers. No, yeah, I'm a Clippers fan, so I got Clippers over Warriors. Okay, I got Warriors. Warriors. All right, I got Houston over the Jets. Houston. Houston. Um, I got OKC over Portland. I got OKC. We'll yeah. say why next yeah, episode. Yeah, I got OKC. I got Denver. Denver. I got, yeah, I got Denver as well. Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee, yeah. I think Detroit stills the game, but Milwaukee. Yeah, obviously Milwaukee. I got the Celtics. Celtics. Pacers. Okay. I ooh. Oh no, I said Celtics last episode. Yeah, yeah, Celtics. My fault. I might. Y'all, y'all are both gonna pick the Nets, no, and I know. I'm taking the Nets. I'm taking the Nets. I know. Like, I'm Sixers. Sixers I am a Sixers fan, by the way. Trust the process. Yeah. Uh, and then Raptors. Raptors. Yeah. And yeah, my biggest surprise was the Spurs. They got caught. They got counted out since the beginning of the season. So, yeah. Alright, so yeah, that's going to end it with this damn podcast. Uh, appreciate y'all for the first episode. This was fun. Yeah. Hopefully next time we have Marco, the whole cast here. Um, yeah, so that's going to be it. I'm going to hit this ad, ad flag button because I didn't know what this was. What the fuck is a flag? I don't know. Alright, fuck it. Alright.